Hello and good evening, and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes, and Refugees. Their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today, again, my friends. And I am so honored by your support, your time you take, you listen to me every day. It is amazing. Um, I love doing this podcast, and I hope you like listening to it. Um, and I ask you to share it with your friends and family. We start this podcast by saying thank you to the energies of the earth for giving us uh, beautiful days, uh, opportunities, and all that uh, we receive from the planet. Um, the life, the joy, the plus, the minus. It is important to say thank you because if we do not say thank you, life will stop giving us what we are used to having and it will take away from us what we are not ready to give. So it's important to say thank you. And today we start this episode by saying thank you for everything that we received. Today has been a wonderful day where I am, super hot, um, not used to it. But it is great. I'm not complaining, my friends. Thank you so much. Uh, we've had forest fires. Uh, well, not forest fires, but the smoke and the smoke on the forest fires. So that is calming down because we've had a lot of rain. But hopefully it'll get better. It's been a rough spring, but uh, fingers crossed. We'll get better and better and better. So today we're going to do something uh, I've spoken about this and I want to talk about it again and I'm going to continue this with uh, you know the ancient civilizations who knew about this um, and um, I'm also going to um, Talk about why these civilizations lost this knowledge. I've been asked by some listeners to talk about why these ancient civilizations, especially in Europe, lost all this knowledge and they became what is known as pagan civilizations. And because uh, they're known as pagan civilizations by the Abrahamics who who took over this, the land and now they become, you know, Abrahamic, supposedly... Uh, perceived the truth, the way, the life of the absolutely ignorant civilizations. However, the, the civilizations preceding them were um, were uh, people with the knowledge of Ahamrahamasmi, whatever the languages they used. So let's go start with uh, with today's topic. Okay. Um, oops, it's easy. I just put it off. Okay. So. What is Ahambrahamasmi? Okay. Ahambrahamasmi is a Sanskrit mantra from the Advit- Advaita tradition. Okay. It's a concept that typically means I am the Brahman. Okay. So it is one of the four principal um, great sayings from the ancient Vedic text, uh, the Upanishads. Aham Brahmasmi is used within also the yoga philosophy and is used to re- refer to the unity of the Atman, the individual self, soul, with the Brahman, the universal consciousness 
or the absolute. So, aham meaning I, Brahma, uh, Bra- uh, Bra- uh, Brahman comes from the word Brahma, which is the ultimate creator, uh, the divine. And asmi means am. So I am part of the, I am the divine. I am part of the divine. So what is the creator creating? He has created the cosmos. Okay, he has created the cosmos. He has created this huge cosmic reality of ours. Uh, The stars, the planets, the galaxies and the galaxies and the millions of galaxies. And we are part of that cosmic ecstasy, the metaphysical. We are a part of that frequency. We're just a small part of that frequency of the galaxies, this cosmic galaxy. Okay, so I'm going to repeat. Aham Brahmasmi. Um, it comes from the yoga philosophy. Um, and it means I am with the brahman i am the brahman uh brahman is the universal consciousness or the metaphysical cosmic universe i am part of that universe my energy field is the universe i am just but one small frequency of that universe i am the universe i am the Brahman, and I am the creator that comes from the creator. So I am the creator. The creator and us, and, and the creator is the source of the electromagnetic field, and I am that electromagnetic field. And every species of life is part of that electromagnetic field. Every species of life, every species of life. There's nothing different. Uh, the trees, the sun, the stars, the moon, species of life we're all we are all part of that electromagnetic field aham braham masmi i am part of the conscious um the great conscious um consciousness sorry i'm part of the consciousness i'm part of the absolute um the brahman um it is very important to understand this very very important why am i talking about this because it's telling us our ancients knew that we were all the same okay we are all the same cosmic field and all the ancient civilizations knew this okay so what is the cosmos it's in a it's a cyclic field it's a cyclic energy field like gravitational force like energy like i always say if you want to see how it works go to the beach Take a look at the, at the ocean. You see waves. What's causing those waves? The currents are forming those waves. Those currents are run by a magnetic energy field at the core, center core of the earth. And that energy field, that core of the earth is churning out energy, a magnetic field. And that magnetic field is then diffused throughout the cores, the out, inner cores, the outer core. And that energy field is holding us together. And we are an extension of that field. That's all. 
and those waves, the cosmic, the waves of the ocean are controlled by that field. We too are controlled by that field. We're not separate. We are the same. Our energy field works exactly the same. We are all part of the Brahman. I am the Brahman. And so is my neighbor. Everyone is the same. Our outside form is different. The species of life is different. But at a core, we are the Brahman. All of us. There's no high, there's no low. Uh, we are the Brahman. Okay? So all the ancients knew this. That is important. Now, what is, how does it work? Okay, for someone who hasn't understood, take a bowl of water. Take any bowl of water and take a spoon, take some water in the spoon and slowly drop by drop, drop in the, drop it in the bowl. And you will see, you will see waves, okay, ripples. Every time a drop of water falls in the bowl, you'll find ripples. These ripples move from the inside to the outer core of the bowl. Okay, doesn't move from the outer core to the inner core. If the water drop falls in the center, from that center, it'll move to the outer core of that bowl. Similarly, the geomagnetic center of the planet is below the surface of the Earth. It's in the, and it's through the layers of what is known as the outer core. From the inner core, it comes to the outer core. Um, and that center comes up through a place called Cairo in Egypt. Okay? Um, and from there, the two dipoles, the magnetic field, the magnetic field is two dipoles, a dual dipoles, a duality. It's like two circles or dipoles, and it meets at Cairo. Okay? And they're on opposite sides. They work opposite each other. So two dipoles working opposite each other in cyclic fashion. Um, and they meet at the center. Um, and the geomagnetic center is below the Earth's surface. It's in a layer called the outer core and comes up to the surface. Um, uh, and from there, if you understand, uh, the energy is diffused, not diffused, but it's a center where the dipoles meet. And then it goes towards the outer core of the, of the Earth. Um, the two the two dipoles will meet at the center and move towards the outer core, just like the bowl of water where you drop the water, it moves towards the outside. Okay, so imagine every species of life moves in cycles, small cycles, big cycles, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving. We don't think we're moving, we don't understand we're moving, but we're moving. And we're not moving as we choose to move, we're moving in a way that the the dipole, the magnetic field, our Brahman is moving. Okay? We don't understand, but we're moving. And we will all pass one day or within generational cycle towards Cairo and move out, move out, move out, and come back, move out. Um, I don't know if I'm making myself very clear. I've understood it. It's difficult to explain it. And I will put a link into the podcast page. You can see there's there many people talking about it. Uh, sometimes they talk about sacred geometry. Uh, geometry. Uh, and it, it's the same concept, sacred geometry. It's the same concept. And I'll put a link into my podcast and you can take a look at it. Um, but 
all these people, um, all of us will move from this center, move away in, in dipole fashion, okay? And we'll come back to the center and move back around all around. Now, this center, unfortunately, is, it doesn't move, okay? The center will not move at all. Even if the land changes, it doesn't move. Uh, the, the physical part, the geographical place is called Cairo, but it's sitting on a fault line, unfortunately. And on that fault line, there's tectonic movement. You have the African plate, you have the Arabian plate, you have Anatolian plate, and this tectonic movement, which is always causing friction, which is always calling, causing um, you know, volcanic events, tsunamis, you name it, you got it. Okay, and because of that, everyone passing to this region will always move out towards the exterior of this re region in, in different formats. Sorry, in, in, in waves and waves and waves, just like frequency. We are frequency waves and they will move everywhere. So this region will always produce um, cyclic events, assist, uh, seismic events, refugee events people moving out that's why you always see refugees in this area you see wars what are those wars is that people do not understand that you are sitting in a very highly magnetic uh, geomagnetic region and not only that they are sitting in a seismic region so they're always moving outwards there's always energy moving outwards from this region and they're moving where to the closest place they're moving to europe they're moving to africa and they're moving to asia the first place that they come to in Asia is India, the Indian subcontinent. That is where they were mo they're moving because it's the first place where there's land, there's rain, monsoon, that means water, means agriculture. Agriculture means economics. Agriculture means, um, agriculture not only means economics, agriculture means um, great uh, produce, uh, means, um, and the economy means gold, means silver, um, all of the above. And that's very important to understand. Uh, it also means the Indian civilization had medicines, knowledge, universities, uh, work, a lot of work for everyone. It was the reverse of what we have today. Uh, and that was the economics of its time. Um, and it still goes on today. That's why India is such a high GDP area. Okay. Uh, saying that, uh, the next place was Europe. Um, the difference between the Indian subcontinent and Europe is that Europe is cold. Europe is in the north, closer to the Arctic, the Nordic regions, and it's cold. Um, and what happens when you have these huge volcanic events? The ash goes into the sky. It causes something called a volcanic winter where the ash is so strong, so high up and so dense that it blocks the sun coming through, the sunlight coming through the uh, atmosphere of the earth. And because of that, uh, because for a couple of seasons, like very much like the smog, you see the smog? But imagine a volcanic event that is there con consistently okay and this smog lasts a couple of winters and we have what is called as a volcanic winter that means the winter is caused by the smog the the ash of the volcanic of the volcano mixing with the clouds not allowing dense air not allowing the sun to come through that means no sunlight no growth of crops no growth of trees famines 
um, uh, acid rain because you have uh, ash, ash, uh, sulfur mixing with the clouds. So you have sulf- uh, acidic rain, acid rain. You have all of these above, and that's why you'll have pandemics. You'll have um, death, disease. And all of these happening. And because it's cold, very much like in COVID, it is enhanced because your metabolic system has to work overtime uh, and does not have heat to deal with these uh, diseases and these plague. So you have longer months of winter, shorter months of summer. It, it doesn't produce uh, enough of heat in order to deal with these pandemics and Europe is the first recipient of these huge volcanic ash and volcanic winters uh, and, and as a result of which you know civilizations fall so they are the first unfortunate uh, suff- um, sufferers in any case of volcanic events which happen every single century last century was the first century that we didn't have so many um, volcanic events but any prior to that, if you go look at the history of volcanic events in the Mediterranean, you will see every century there is. And Europe is the first unfortunate recipient of these volcanic events. Um, and the refugees moving up there from the Arabian areas uh, because of the volcanoes, the, the you know, loss of civilization. And they all move into Europe because Europe is close by. But what they don't understand is Europe is cold. So even if they go there, they keep dying. They keep... Uh, um, they keep dying and there's no there's not much medicine medical uh, availability um the loss of season the loss of people very very easy and because they keep losing people they keep taking more and more refugees they have to replenish their stock okay very much like it's happening now it's nothing new it's happened throughout the hundreds and thousands of years okay um Europe has a lot of water and because they have a lot of water there's agriculture in the summer so they have a lot of economy but the problem is that they also have deep winters and these winters mean um, you know any type of disease you got a problem uh, people are going to die because they don't have a defense mechanism towards these diseases and you've seen a lot of pandemics in history you look at plague you have smallpox you have cholera you have a lot of these also other diseases happening there and um, the body crumbles and people die in, in thousands and thousands and you know it's very difficult uh, and that's why European culture has always said produce more children produce more children uh, and that's why Christian ancient Christian religions also said you know say the priests always say produce children because they come from that mentality that their children are dying in Europe and uh, as a result of which uh, they have to replenish the stock and so if they don't have children you're not going to you know the continent's not going to survive and also on top of that they take refugees now where are these refugees coming from from the lower areas from the arabias from central asia from you know uh, not only central asia yeah africa and things like that there's always been movement up north north south south north because uh, arabia also suffers from volcanic winters the entire region suffers from um volcanic winters um 
you have Arabia, Africa, North Africa, all suffering from plague, dark, it's what they call the dark ages. But everyone, everywhere, it doesn't stop at the European borders. Plague doesn't stop in a particular area, like COVID doesn't stop. So um, Arabia also suffers from it, North Africa suffers from it, and it's a continuous cycle of events. And because of this, this loss of civilization, loss of people to plague, like the Justinian plague, you had plague, uh, plagues before that, plagues after the Justinian plague, the Black Plague. Um, people die and you need more people coming in. Abra- when these Abrahamic religions came upon, ideologies, and devastated every volcanic event would devastate the entire Mediterranean, whether Southern Mediterranean, Northern Mediterranean, uh, North Africa, Arabia. Um, more and more people would end up in, um, in Europe. And during the time of the Abrahamic groups that went up there, were mostly starting with the the Hebrews, the Jews, what we call the Jews today. And obviously, when you go there, you will take your ideologies with you. You're not going to go empty-handed. You're not going to change your mentality. Okay? And so this mentality of Abraham started around uh, 3,000 years ago, uh, ended up being, you know, uh, in a migration series to the continent of Europe, and finally, over time, taking over the continent of Europe. As these countries, as, they, as, they, as the original empire of Israel broke up and finally split into multiple bits, we then last formed uh, the kingdom of Judea, which in 70 AD came down, uh, and 135 AD it was completely over. Um, and all these people then ended up being refugees on the Indian subcontinent in Africa. That's why you have a lot of Jews in Africa. You have on the Asian subcontinent, we know Jews came in refugees, hordes and hordes of refugees. But now the place they went was in to Europe. And Europe absorbed these refugees like they're absorbing it today. Nothing new is happening because we're cyclic. We're currents and waves. We're metaphysical cycles, you know. And that's what Aham Brahmasmi is, is we are all the same Brahman, we are all the same cosmic reality. We move in cycles, and these cycles are important to understand. So they go into Europe, and finally they reproduce so fast that this mentality now takes over Europe. And as slowly as they take over Europe, the civilization, the ancient civilizations, of that pre-existed from from ancient times came to an end. European knowledge and European civilization was not so strong. And why were they not so strong? Because they are Nordic countries, and the plague and the um, plague and the diseases that were brought from more down south due to this very volcanic region, very seismic region, and meant that they were the first absorption of the after effects of these volcanoes uh, right in their their front yard. 
and they you know they crumble the civilization was not strong enough and it's continuous it's not like in the in the indian subcontinent it's where it's not continuous for us for them it's continuous so they never had a reprieve from it and so they're always suffering they always got these plagues always um having pandemics they're losing people they're losing civilization the last big one was in 536 AD 536 was the last big one there were others too and it was so big it engulfed the volcanic winter from this explosion engulfed the entire globe okay engulfed the entire globe uh if you look at history okay if you go into youtube you will see very clearly the 536 AD pan, uh, volcanic eruption okay you'll see many documentaries on it okay and this document and this will tell you that there were a civilization in a civilization in arabia uh persian empire collapses roman empire collapses uh, uh byzantine empire then has is affected chinese empires collapse or affected you will see the gupta year empire comes down exactly the same time you have empires in mexico the ancient indians mayan indians also collapse and all these are collapsing because of the great uh, 536 AD volcanic eruptions they don't know where it is but all these people are refugees now okay they're dying of plagues pandemics they're also refugees they'll go to areas which are the closest and easiest for them the indian subcontinent absorbs a lot of these people and that's why you have a lot of hebrews and hebrews and what we call as jews today and that's the start of the abra well that's part of the abrahamic refugee um crisis that is absorbed by the indian subcontinent very very important to understand so prior to islam prior to christianity we had the jews came here and we took a lot we absorbed a lot lot of us have jewish or hebrew descent and we over time we've changed um and they bring their traditions with them but because we are strong the indian subcontinent had a civilization which was very deep which was not only deep but it was um it had knowledge it had universities it had temples it had it's not close to the volcanic zones and not constant volcanic events over here um you have uh, food you have you don't have winter you have summer so it's hot so any disease dies out very fast you have water you have a constant source of medical knowledge medicines uh medical plants that are uh, in this region so we can survive but in europe they do not have this they don't have the medicine they don't have the climate they don't have uh, the universities so many and as a result of which slowly by slowly they collapse and these refugees become the majority and they take over so these emperors of its time had to convert to this new ideology of the people if they didn't want to revolt if the people in their lands um so if the people in their lands um are coming and living in their lands like today and they bring with them their ideologies they're going to live out their ideologies they're going to be given space 
and this space um, has now to be you know taken care of of and if you go against them if you do not give them the space they'll have a popular revolt very much like it's happening in france happening in europe all these refugees coming they're bringing with them the ideologies they were bringing with them their mentalities and now europe is star- stuck with all these mentalities um, of the arabias of the africans of africa and they have to deal with all these immigrants these migrants at one time christianity at one time the Hebrew Arabic uh, Abrahamic groups were the original refugees. Well, original, but one of the refugee groups, and they came in such bulk that they took over. History is repeating itself because we are currents and waves. It's the same currents that form the waves. The labels will change, but the mentality will not. And that's exactly what happened then. It's exactly happening now. One day, these refugees, these migrants will take over Europe and they will become the dominant power in Europe. And Europe, in, if they don't want to have a revolution, a populist revolt, as we call it today, they have to give in to these refugees and make space for them and their ideologies. And that ideology was Abrahamic ideologies. And these Abrahamic ideologies thought that they are the truth, the way, the life. Only they are perfect. Only they know everything. And everyone, if you don't agree with them, is going to hell. And that became the dominant ideologies. They called all previous civilizations pagan. And as a result of which, this is what happened. Um, they took over Europe. And so this knowledge of our ancients, Ahamasmi, died off where we are all one we are all the same cosmic the brahman and we died off and we lost it but on the indian civilization we did not lose it and that is important to understand not only is it important to understand it's important to spread this knowledge very 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 important to spread this knowledge and give that history to the next generation to your friends to your family share this podcast and to understand what our ancients knew what they had to go through um, and how they survived and what was the history what was the geography what was the um, the events the pandemic events the seismic events that caused a collapse in civilizations that affected all of us and we go from there um, so to avoid that we have to learn from history because history will repeat itself because we are cyclic and you need to understand the Brahman you need to understand the cosmic cosmos inside us the cyclic cosmos the currents that form the waves it's so simple and make every single junction into an intellectual laboratory learn, heal and move on and that, my dear friends, is the story of Aham Brahmasmi. Very, very important. So, on that note, I want to take your leave. I want to say thank you to you. And I hope that you will heal. I hope that you will use this knowledge. Research it. Do your own research. Okay, do your own research. Understand the geographic, 
the geological, the seismic events. It's very important, the seismic events of this area. Once the seismic events happen, if you don't know what has happened, you don't find too much research, look at the Turkey earthquakes. What happened? You have an entire region that has collapsed. You know how long it takes to rebuild this region? And if you don't have the tools of today, that is important, my dear friends. So it's important to understand that. Please do that. Uh, look at the seismic, geographical, geological area of Europe, of the Mediterranean. Um, the fault lines, the tectonic plates, how they move. Uh, and the economic impact of it as a result of which tides and tides of refugees will come from uh, the geomagnetic center of the, uh, the planet, which is Cairo and the Middle East, and they will move up north, and they will fill the void that they have, that they uh, is required of them, and the, the earlier civilization will collapse, and someone will just take over. So what they did, they all they did was rebrand the previous civilization into theirs, and they continued it. So actually, it's the same civilization. The rhetoric has changed. The physical aspects are the same. They changed the deities and made them saints and prophets. But they're the same deities, like Nike, the goddess of victory. But she still exists in now in the form of Mother Mary and Jesus Christ and Muhammad and, and all the, you know, the same thing. Nothing, nothing, nothing different. Uh, so it's just rebranding of the past, the ancient temples of Rome and now become the churches of today, the great uh, temples built by the Roman civilization, the fortress, they're all the temples of today, they're churches of today. And if you want to understand, read it, ley lines, research, ley lines, L-E-Y, lines, L-E-Y, these are magnetic fault lines, okay? And all along these fault lines, you've got these ancient Roman temples, which we have too, all our temples are in on for magnetic fault lines so they're called ley lines and i'm going to post a link into my um into my podcast to show you about sound energy of these ley lines and the magnetic field uh, the knowledge behind them how ancients knew about them and they built along them so our ancients had the knowledge of uh the cosmos the magnetic field and in Sanskrit, it's called Aham Brahmasmi. We are all. I am the Brahman. I am the, uh, the. My subconscious is the cosmos. My subconscious is the cosmos. And everyone is the same. And from that, we get the rhetoric of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ says, I am God. But where does he get this I am God? It's so, you know, condescending to say, I am God. The old Christians say that Jesus said, I am God. He's not God. Where did he get this from? He got this from the Romans and the Roman civilization, the Persians before them, all these civilizations, the Greeks, the, I wouldn't say the Persians, but the Greeks knew about this. And there's also a lot of Buddhists knew about this. There were a lot of Buddhist civilizations around the place. He is told, he is said to have, you know, trekked up to Asia. He would have learned about this. He would have heard about this from the travelers. And this knowledge of I am the Brahman, I am Brahman means the, sub, the, the subconscious. My subconscious is God, is the creator, is part of the Brahma, is exactly in, in, in Christian uh, ideolo uh, ideology, translated as I am God. 
he can be God. He can be the Brahman. And so that's why a lot of people say, Christianity, Jesus gets his philosophy from, from our ancient Vedic texts. Because it's true. It's true. He gets his philosophy from the ancient Vedic texts. He's not saying, I am God. He's saying, my soul, my subconscious is the Brahman. Believe in me. Believe in yourself. You are also the Brahman. And we are all the children of God, he says. We are the children of God. Why? Because we are the children. We are all the Brahman. We are all Aham, Brahmasmi. Very important to understand that. So, this is my podcast today. Please do your research. Uh, send it to your friends, your family. Your, and save it. Research it. And if you have any questions, you know where to contact me on my on my email and if not my facebook page dalit is hebrew and you're welcome to uh, contact me on that dalit is hebrew and uh, i thank you for your time i thank you for your energy and i wish you a lot of peace and a lot of healing cheers stay safe until we meet again